Welcome to the John Bet Podcast. My name is James. I'm here with Nolan. Coming off of our first game week of the season, just betting uh, just regular matchups, and we did really well, man. 3-1-1 one, and one is what I think I have written down. I'm doing the scores a little differently this year, but um, I think we're up as a podcast uh, three units, so it's pretty good, man. Are you counting my wins, or do I need to... Oh no, I'm I'm counting your wins, but I'm just um, only counting games that we were both in on. Um, if we both had the same bet, I'm only counting that one time. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That way, we're not competing with each other. Yeah, just do it as a team. How do you how do you um, match it up if we have conflicting bets? Like if you bet the spread on one end and I bet the spread on the other end, how does that go into the end season units for the pod? I'll just count the one that won. Come on. <laughs> Obviously, gonna didn't fudge those numbers as much as I can, so we get more listeners. Come on, obviously, no, that'll just cancel out, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so we won't count those. No, if, first of all, James, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Good. It was a, I, I really missed watching City play the previous weekend, so it was nice to see them on 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 Monday. And FPL is a shit show, crazy, crazy fun times. I'm talking through the wild card with my wife right now, so just a lot, a lot of footy, man. I love the the personal conversations with with your wife on I just popped my wild card. What do I do? Here's my here's my five different t- teams that I can go with. It's and a, then it's her really just like rolling her eyes like I don't I don't care. Can you read the baby book? <laughs> that that is uh that's more of your conversation along the mm, lines than mm. mine these days, but we don't want to get too into the, the personal weeds here, but there might be some time in the near future when I'm looking for a guest host for a few weeks. Mm, I've, already, I've already got some feelers out there, but uh, we'll, we'll cross that, that baby bridge once we get to it. Um, how are you doing, Nolan? I'm, I'm doing very well, not to boast, but all four of my bets went through over, over this past game week. I love starting off the season strong with, with those. I have, four, I have four units in my pocket that I'm just going to blow on some stupid shit for this game week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The only bet that we lost was the kind of long shot both teams are scoring over 2.5, which wasn't like an even odds bet or anything, so to be expected. Mm-hmm. But all right, man, um, let's get into it. Game week three, uh, the early early game on Saturday, man. What do you, what do you, what do you think for Brighton um, home against Man U? Can, can I ask you a question before we – I just want to give you a – uh, yeah, overarching yeah. theme. Overarching yeah. theme. We we have two game weeks under our, our our belts. What do you think about what the hell is going on with all these goals that are coming in? They they broke the record for the amount of goals scored over the weekend. What do, what do you think about it? Because I don't want to. I don't want this to be like an XG podcast and like us reliant on those numbers. But holy shit, are we overperforming our XG on all of these games yeah. over and over again? Um, so I think, I think, uh, there's been more penalties called outright, uh, which is going to add a lot to that. Um, I also think that what you might be seeing is just the, the time off differences that most teams are used to in the summer, uh, maybe impacting the, the, the defense is a bit stronger. You, uh, I know a lot of teams didn't have the amount of warm up games that they, um, have consistently had in, in previous seasons. I don't really have I don't really have an explanation for it, but I think there's there's I a don't, lot of I don't care about the why. I just care about should we should we project this into the future in any way? Should we throttle the overs or should we, you know, maybe scale back a little bit and hit the unders? I don't know yet, man. I, I do okay. have okay. I don't know looking through my my picks right now, I don't have 
an over under that I'm really stoked about, but not not this week. Not this week. Um, there's okay. just just with so many teams, like four teams have only we've only seen 90 minutes of of them this season, right? So it's it's difficult for me to really make such hot take conclusions right off the bat. Um, what do you have any thoughts on that? Do you have a you have a, a strategy that you're coming up with, or no? I just I just feel that. 13 teams are, are outperforming their XG and 13 teams are underperforming their XGA. So just like, it's a fucking goal fest out there, man. And, you know, it can't be sustainable, but I don't have any over under picks for this particular week. I just wanted to get your, your thoughts on it. Yeah. Something, something to look into as we, um, as we watch the games, this match or this week for sure. And maybe, you know, maybe we'll have a, a more clear picture of, of how we're going to be trying to profit on this in the future. Yeah. But um let's let's start with the first game of the week, man. Brighton against Man U. Um I, I have a lean with Brighton plus the points. Um my inclination right now it's at it's kind of like at, at split between um Brighton plus one and Brighton plus a half goal. And mm-hmm. I we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. If this gets closer to Brighton a full plus one, then it's something I'm gonna get in on. Um Man U with a, a, a terrible performance against crystal palace to say the least and brighton absolutely demolished newcastle three nothing um it leads me to to just try and get that that whole goal uh advantage there with brighton plus one what are your thoughts man i i would not want to face brighton right now they for some reason they look organized with with uh is that ben white is his name ben white at the back yeah uh and and you know they don't have the offensive firepower to really scare you but shit dude they're they're playing really well the only thing is they are a possession-based team so man U versus a team that they can counter attack on like that's actually up man U's alley so you can kind of play it either way i would love for man U to start off the year with two losses yes. that would be oh just order that tea and give it to me i'll drink <laughs> that all day um for me I got I got a wrinkle on this game, but I'm gonna hold up hold off. But yeah, no, I I kind of I kind of like the points. I like I kind of like you taking the points. Okay, yeah, I, like it's it's a stay away right now for me. I just, I would like the the comfort in knowing that my bet is a push if they lose by one goal. So if we can yeah. get to that, then then I'll probably hop on. But um, moving right along to Palace versus Everton. So if you listen to the preseason pods, this is probably the two teams that I got the most correct and the team that I got the most incorrect <laughs> versus each other now. Uh, so, I mean, Crystal Palace is not, it's not a sexy team. We want Crystal Palace to fail and they always just punch above their weight. Yeah. I mean, they have a fucking McCarthy and MacArthur at center midfield and they look exactly the same. Like that's not, it doesn't really get my juices going as far as wagering or fantasy or anything. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I have to back the numbers here though. I am, I'm, I'm going to put a unit on Everton just outright money line. Um, that is a smart play probably. So just when I talk about these stats, know that I'm, I've excluded the teams that have only played one game. So, cause that's significant when it's 180 minutes played versus 90 minutes played. Um, Everton have the second most shots. They have significantly higher XG than crystal palace. Um, I think, almost across the board they have just better players and they have a better coach um i have to i have to back that everton money line plus at plus money i think they're just the better squad so i got one unit on that 
God, scathing, scathing indictment on Roy Hodgson <laughs> saying that Ancelotti is better than him. That's a hot Jesus. take. It's a super hot take. I don't know. James, I have to ask, how much coffee have you had today? Because you were very demonstrative on, on the video call. It's it's very distracting on, on how <laughs> into this Everton Crystal Palace game you are. I just got – I'm just excited, man. I've had a lot of coffee. We You got the sweet spot between um, – my afternoon coffee being finished and the inevitable crash. So this mm. is, if we can, if we can time this pod to record at three o'clock on every Tuesday, I'll probably sound more like a, a radio hot take DJ, but that's okay. <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. That's probably the smart play is, is Everton and, and the line is leaning Everton, correct? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Are you just taking the spread? Uh, no, I just got them on the money line. So it's it's a bit under even odds if you take them on the spread. And at the money line that I have um, as of right now, it's plus 105. So just a little bit a little bit more of a, a payoff there. Got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I have a wrinkle on this game, but I'll, I'll talk about it in a bit. What's, what's this part? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Um, all right. But I agree with you. I agree with you, buddy. Okay, okay. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk Chelsea West Brom? Um, yeah, Chelsea West Brom. Easy, Chelsea money line. What, what are we doing here, right? If they can't do it here, <laughs> uh, West Brom shipped eight goals in their first two uh, games against Leicester and Everton, and this is on paper their toughest opponents yet. I mean, it's 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 hard to see. It's hard for me to to judge Chelsea's performances so far with what the team. I, I feel like the team that they are now going into the end of September is going to be significantly different than they are the team in mid-November, right? You can say that for a lot of teams, but Chelsea significantly are are injured, suspended. Um, a lot of team players left to, to merge together, but I mean, how, how can they not beat West Brom here? Yeah, it, 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 Chelsea are definitely just a, a team of very high caliber superstars but the team itself is less than the sum of its parts like that's as of right now it'll it'll get it'll get going but you know they they beat out brighton and we're kind of the second best team and they looked good first half versus liverpool agreed and you know it just took one moment of madness and then at that point it's just like you know they they just had to lose at, at that at that point uh to liverpool with 10 men and and mane doing mane things uh, plus in a mistake by Keppa. But even if you factor in like two mistakes by Keppa and, you know, a couple of missed chances, they're still going to score three goals against West Brom. Uh, so I think, you know, the spread is quite high, um, but I do like them. What's the money line on them right now? I don't have that up in front of me. I do. I do have them as a, I am going to be placing them against the spread. So, okay. I Again, to what you're saying, like it's, if they can't do it now, then then they're in real trouble. They're in big trouble if they can't get three points against West Brom, especially for a team that's just shipping goals and can't really score that much. Um, you know, great free kick that they got, yeah. but really can't rely on a Pereira strike from that distance. Well, you can't each, against, against, against Keppa. <laughs> but... Hey, that, that was a great correction. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, so Chelsea on the money line is minus 275, so... If you're just going to throw that into a, a money line parlay, which I feel might be coming from my pod partner across across the way, across the virtual room here in the in the near future, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on Chelsea against the spread. I'm building something. I'm building something. You can see it. 
Everyone can see it. Don't worry about it. I had I had a lot of wine last night, and I built up all of these silly parlays, and just let's go through the matches, and then I'll go through them. All right, all right, sounds good. Um, Burnley, Southampton. This is this is a stay away for me. I can't really make heads or tail of this. Um, Southampton got absolutely demolished by Harry Kane's passing in the last game, but they it was five goals conceded on on nine total shots and a five a five two loss with both teams having the exact same. 2.28 xg just it's just it's funny to me i mean it was clinical finishing from sun on just open chances and amazing passes by kane uh what, what do you see here though it's, it's a stay away from me again we need to remind ourselves I, I think the number one thing in the gambling manifesto is beware of a team that just loses their number six defensive midfielder and always bet against them and, and do the opposite when someone gains a professional number six. We saw it with Everton. Everton, they got Alan, put him right yeah. into the team, and yeah. they are much better for it. And losing Hoybear, like, that's a warning sign. And there's, Southampton are still playing a super high line, and they don't have you know that destroyer in front of them to get the yellow cards, to break away those, you know, to break up those counterattacks. I mean... And if they lose this game, that's not good for Southampton. Tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? It was last season we were um, picking on Leicester with Ndidi, right? That's where we in, profited on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Ndidi, as soon as Ndidi got hurt. And like, and we saw it the rest of the season. Leicester were kick-ass for the first half. Ndidi got hurt. And we should have just started betting against him every single week. Yeah, yeah. So, t- so tell me, are you on a, on a Burnley play here then? You know, I got something cooking. I'm gonna. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm definitely, I'm definitely betting on this one just because it is, it is an odd one. Um, yeah, both teams need need a victory there. Awesome. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna consider that. Given that discussion, I'm, I'm gonna consider the Burnley plus the point five there. Uh, getting them. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Um, the next yeah, if you get the points, that that's actually pretty favorable. Yeah, Chef U versus Leeds. This is. Man, all I've been talking, thinking about, and all we've been kind of chatting about is is betting leads overs in the last in the last couple of weeks. But yeah. then they have to face Chef Yu here. So, uh, despite leading the league in goals with Leeds having scored seven already, Leeds have scored seven goals on sixteen shots, and that's just three it's more shots three more shots than Chef Yu have taken in Chef Yu's bottom of the league. So, the, the high, it, like I said, there's so much variance in these numbers that we are trying to to glean some information from here. So. My eye test tells me to go over. The data says that Leeds are just finishing at an insane rate and to go under because it's Chef U. Uh, so it's a stay away for me. I mean, the smart play would be either a 4-3 victory to Leeds or a 4-3 defeat to Leeds. So it's just like if we just put, you know, like a couple units on those two, because obviously based on trends, those are the only score lines that Leeds have. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and you throw in the fact that it's a derby. I don't know how vicious of a derby it is, but whatever, because we haven't seen Chef U play Leeds yet. It might be crazy, except for the fact that there isn't any fans, so it doesn't yeah. really factor into it that much. I don't know. A team that can score and concede freely versus a team that is struggling to score, but defensively, like, super strong. I think they had to, like, go 80 minutes with 10 men against Aston Villa and only conceded one. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it's tough right there. From an over-under standpoint, I'm going to definitely stay away from this one. It's a trap. 
Okay, okay. Um, moving along then. Tottenham versus Newcastle. Uh, I can't, why, why, why are Spurs conceding so many chances, Nolan? Do you have... What do you see there? I haven't been. I have not been able to get them the due diligence of watching them uh, fully because I hate them. So, <laughs> what are you talking here. about? They, it, it seemed like Tottenham just played Wolves with with a uh, you know white white shirt and, and and dark dark shorts. I mean, that's your team, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that Man City third kit sucks. Oh, the it's the awful. the Paisley. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I I usually have. I usually like kind of like the the trashy shitty kits but this one this one i'm not a fan of yeah it's a, it's a little bit too far it's a little bit too far um spurs are at home does, does home field advantage matter it only matters to a couple of teams i think yeah like 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 liverpool are good at home and field i think man city are fantastic at, at home like fans or no fans like i i think yeah i think they they usually get it done I like Spurs here. I don't like the spread though. So, if you're thinking like Chelsea money line, Spurs money line, or something like that, yeah, I don't, okay, yeah, the spread is a little little high here. Uh, the only the only wrinkle that I really thought of is if this if the over under gets to a full three, I, I might I might I might just pop on the on the under there. I don't see this as being a, a getting over three goals, but it yeah, it just it's it's a stay away from me. I mean, okay. Newcastle just got like we talked about. They just got bossed by Brighton, right? And we were really high on Brighton. But in those three goals that they can see, it was only on six shots. So it's it's not like they got like turned over, you know. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's it's a stay away from me. They didn't re- record a shot against Brighton the entire game, which Is that good? makes me huh? That good? I mean, you <laughs> you kind of have to. Yeah, the shoot, right? I mean, I I don't want to be like too too critical here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell people how to how to play their play their their football, but uh <laughs> I mean, Shane Long has has had a long career of just not shooting as a forward, so <laughs> All right, man. Um City versus Leicester. I'm on City against the spread. It's just Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's This has, this is Leicester all over. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to bet on it, but man, I feel it, they are at home, and I just said that Man City are good at home. Shit. Um, yeah. So, so okay. Le- I think Leicester are a worse team than they were last year. City, um, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they're they're top of the league, dude. What are you talking about, Leicester? I, I think that they are a worse team than they were last year. Is is my my clinical opinion on okay, this? Okay. Um, okay. Last season, they conceded 18 shots and 23 shots in the, in the uh, reverse fixtures against City in one zero and three zero or three one losses, respectively. That's a lot. Um, Okay, I, I actually think minus one point five is a is a decent number here. I think I see this as a a three zero three one type of win for City. I, I like that um, against Wolves. I like the Fernandinho and the Rodri combo sitting right in front of Stones and Ake. I th- actually thought that worked really well. Uh, I think Wolves are a similarly constructed team with uh, great wing play and a, and a top striker. And I actually think Wolves are better than Leicester. And City just really uh, kind of handled them. So I, I see a similar gameplay coming out of Pep here. Um, possibly having Laporte back is going to be key, and I think City get the job done. I, I think one minus one point five is is a solid solid spread there. So yeah, we, weirdly, City all of a sudden not deep. I mean, I saw the bench on on the the Monday game against Wolves, and you had a bunch of teenagers that weren't worth you know seventy five million pounds each, and 
you know, having Stones and who was at the back? Ake. Yeah, Stones and Ake. Ake played well, but yeah. I mean, Odomendi as backup, you still have left back problems. I mean, Traore just skewered uh, uh, Mendy the whole the whole game. But I mean, he does that all the time to everybody. Yeah. D- defensively, I think they're culpable on the counterattack, and and Wolves had a punch, bunch of challenges uh, or chances, I should say. I don't know. For me, I can see Leicester nicking this one. Okay. Okay. Is that going to be your? Oh, you have, I'm not going to bet. Quite I'm the money on, on Parlay coming here. I, no, you know, no, I think City's City's depth issues right now. Um, it's it, it's concerning for a the short term, but I'm I'm not too worried about it in the long term. I mean, uh, Laporte is only out because of COVID, and um, COVID prevented him from training, and so it's match fitness. It's not like he's injured there. He should be back mm-hmm, soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Cancelo should be back right around the international break, and that should fix the left back problem. And it, with those two guys back, it's gonna be it's gonna be key for them moving forward. It's, it's just a weird time. It's just a weird time that you they're not all readily available off the bench you know Guerrero is still hurt stuff like that I don't want to talk about Man City this long but yeah um, but it's it's you still have you still have Raz you still have Gabriel Jesus and you still have Kevin De Bruyne and I think that that is gonna Lester can't stop the three of them so anyway moving along that's 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 a a good point I would just be really concerned about the short term on how they're gonna fare in the uh the league the league cup they (laughs) they might not win it for the uh 80th year in a row I'll, I'll be gutted if I'll be gutted Nolan if they lose oh. in the first round and don't get to play in that. I already, already lit some candles in a vigil for you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Wolves. Tell me about Wolves West Ham, Nolan. Wolves West Ham? West Ham looked pretty good against Arsenal. Is that just me? They, they did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can see that. They, Antonio that had, uh, in like a span of uh, probably 15 minutes, three amazing chances. And he, he converted one of them. And, I mean, if you give those chances to – uh, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, it, they were they were pretty good. They were pretty good. You couldn't you can think of another striker. <laughs> was, you uh, couldn't think of a striker better than Antonio. Well, well, I was I wanted to make a point about how good I think Jimenez is, and I'm like, well, wait, wait, that doesn't make any sense because it would be Jimenez. Well, anyway, I digress. But Jimenez also missed some chances. That yeah, yeah. that one in front of goal. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I, I I got a wrinkle in this game, but I'm bringing it up in a second. All right, I like I like Wolves on the money line here. Um, yeah. COVID, COVID issues are running rampantly through West Ham as of today. So they had to bench some players for the League Cup. They lost their coach, which might have been a benefit. I don't even actually know how the game ended up, but I, I'm on Wolves' money line here. Yeah, it might get postponed at this at this rate. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know their policies. I don't either. Probably, um, they probably don't really give a shit about player health and, and coach health is just my, my guess. I don't know. Oh, they just took notes from the NFL. Good exactly. for them. Exactly. Um, all right, talk to me about Villa Fulham. 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 Well, full full ham. We we get complimented from our many listeners on our pronunciation all the time. So talk to me about uh, Via versus Fulham. Uh, I, I didn't actually see the Aston Villa uh, Sheffield United game. I know. I mean, that's the premier game. So I'm sorry I didn't do my research. <laughs> I didn't but either. I, wow, damn I, it. I, I ended up skipping that one. But <laughs> hey, they won. Uh, they played against ten men for the entire time. So who, who would have known? They they saved a penalty. I don't know what was going on. Uh, Fulham looked more fun against Leeds. Kind of opened up a little bit. I think off the bench they have a bunch of like impact subs, which is kind of cool. Anyways, I have a wrinkle in this game. Bring it up in a second. All right, full stay away from me, just because um, I don't really care. So uh, Liverpool Arsenal. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> talk to me. Uh, Liverpool Liverpool at home are you know it's they they lost to Arsenal. 
at the Emirates, and they tied with them 1-1, lost in penalties at Wembley. At Anfield, it's a totally different story. They're one of the few teams that, like, at home during during quarantine, like, they still have that kind of uh, home field fortress advantage. So I, I definitely like them. And and I'm glad that we cashed in on the Chelsea, like, oh, they were plus money. Gift. As a gift, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for the hype. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you like them uh, just on the money line or I, I am going to place a bet on the spread against so when I, I so w- one of my bets is I'm going to do Liverpool money line and Spurs money line parlay okay. which, is, which is at even odds okay okay because me... I really like them both at home I love Liverpool against Arsenal even though Arsenal's playing well but I like them at home especially the way that Liverpool has been playing and then Spurs at home versus Newcastle, I think we can see some Bale. We can see some Sun and Kane. Like that's that's good enough. They can concede, but they can also have enough firepower to win. There's like no chance that Bale's at match fitness, right? For the Premier League, there's like no chance he plays this weekend. I, I I'm like maybe like 15 minutes at the end of the game. I don't know. All right, we'll see. All right, let me. I'm gonna run through my bets really fast, and then I want to hear all of your your parlays. Cool. Okay. All right, so cool. I am on Liverpool against the spread. I am on Wolves money line. I'm on City against the spread. I'm on all the favorites. It seems to be. I'm on Chelsea against the spread. I'm on Everton money line for one unit. All these are for one unit, and that's it. All right. All right, cool. I just realized that, like, for our listeners, this is very frustrating for me, like, not to talk about any of my shit until the end. So I apologize for that. I won't do it again. Anyways, this is a bet that I did. Back when I went to Vegas in January, doing the same thing right here. <laughs> I am going to bet on six draws. We have yet to have a draw in the EPL. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's a good wrinkle. We, we have no draws yet. Uh, all of these, when I was doing my notes, I'm like, oh, this is a stay away. Oh, this is a stay away. Oh, this is too even to call. I'm like, why don't I just bet on the draws for all of these? They're like plus 225 or plus 250 for all of them. So I'm going to anchor all of these draws with Chelsea money line against West Brown. <laughs> all right. So if you anchor all of these draws, six draws with the Chelsea money line, it turns into plus 350. So all I have to do is win two and I'm plus money. So two out of the six are draws and I'm already plus money. So I'm going to do a half a unit on Man U versus Brighton draw. Crystal Palace versus Everton draw. Burnley versus Southampton, draw. Sheffield United versus Leeds. West Ham versus Wolves. And Aston Villa versus Fulham. All of those could easily be draws. I would not be surprised if if three or four of them were draws. And then you just parlay that with the Chelsea money line, half a unit each for three total units. That's what I'm doing. All right, man. (laughs) That was unexpected. I did not think that you were going to take that wrinkle, but I do remember that from from the pre-Vegas pod. So, okay. I won won, uh, four times my money in Vegas with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That was, it was highly successful. And then you, did you lose it all playing other gambling games? Uh, Yeah. uh, Blackjack right after I lost it all. (laughs) To be expected. It's Vegas. This isn't a blackjack pod. No. Yeah. We're not, not, we don't, we don't pretend that we're professional gamblers at all, even on soccer. So yeah, you're supposed to split nines, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You always split a sure thing. (laughs) oh yeah man okay i'm gonna have to chew on that but there's almost no way in hell that i'm not gonna follow you on on those because that's just that's too much fun and that's what we do here um any closing remarks man uh closing remarks i i would be remiss if i didn't say guys 
give us give us i mean you're listening to us but follow us uh leave us a review we did really really well the first week first week of the year so i mean we're pretty good at this plus and we're and we're fun at making stupid bets so uh, give us a follow and leave a review plus your your son over under is it the over is going to hit I mean, if he continues this pace in two game weeks, so that's already one of our futures cashed. So yeah, I had Sun over eleven and a half or right. ten and a half. I think it was ten yeah. and a half. Yeah, easy peasy. It's good money right there. Hell yeah! All right, Nolan, where can you find us online? Yeah, we're at Draw No Bet Pod or Draw No Bet Podcast dot com. Uh, again, give us a follow and and please review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, did did I tell you about the charts that we cracked? I don't think I did because it's pretty big news. Is that a, is that a euphemism? <laughs> no, not even, man. I, I, straight up. We were the 56th most popular sports podcast in South Africa and the 48th most popular sports podcast in Norway. Two weeks there ago. Right after the Futures. <laughs> well, it, it's right after the Futures bets. You do know that my brother lives in South Africa, so that's one. Oh, we got shit. that one. Oh, man. All right. That's fantastic. Okay. So – is it your brother and his wife on, on two separate accounts? <laughs> yeah, because, oh, she's an active gambler. Totally. <laughs> well, marrying into your family. Mm. All right, buddy. It was fun. Cheers. <laughs>